Hi, everyone. Welcome to my debut podcast, Dancing with the Devil's Lettuce, Confessions of an Unexpected Career in Cannabis. I'm Rebecca, and I will be exploring all things cannabis with you. I want to start off saying that I am far from an expert in this field. In fact, I'm quite the novice, which is exactly why I think this podcast will be really fun and cool because as somebody who has found themselves in the industry and I'm surrounded by people who know so much about everything about cannabis, it's a little intimidating sometimes and there's so much to know. And I figured this would be the perfect way to just dive in to all areas of the topic and clear up some things and, you know, talk about stuff that maybe people haven't even thought of before and just kind of give a broad scope of what's going on in the world and in this industry. And it's really fun and exciting. And, you know, there's funny stories and there's not so funny stories because there's just so much red tape going on. And there's just too much to all take in at once. So let's dive in with this podcast and, you know, learn a little bit and have some fun along the way. So I'm definitely a person that likes to push boundaries and break some of the rules. Uh, But I have to say growing up with pot, I definitely was not that person. I was very, very anti-pot. Even though I was the person who hung out with everybody who was smoking all the time. You know, back in the day, I was a cigarette smoker. And obviously, all of my friends were cigarette smokers too. But then they were also getting high. And so after school or sometimes even during school when we would hang out on the lawn, uh, they would sneak behind a tree and get high. And I would just kind of hang out and smoke my cigarettes, which was still uh, illegal on school property. But I just never felt the need to get high. And I believed everything that I was taught that pot was bad. And I just didn't need it. I also felt like people were only friends because they smoked pot together and it seemed like a superficial relationship to me instead of a real bond. I look at it differently now, but because I think you're only, you know, most of the time when you're smoking, you are smoking with your friends. Uh, Occasionally, you know, you'll hang out with strangers at concerts or a club, but it just seemed like it was a false sense of camaraderie. And I just didn't like that. So I smoked a couple times in high school. Actually, I think just once at a big party. And I smoked a handful of times in college. And then I really didn't smoke until I moved to Colorado. I'm originally from Philly. And I moved to Colorado 14 years ago to Aspen, 
And I have to say that living in Colorado and Aspen specifically, it definitely loosened me up uh, in my viewpoints. And I started understanding and realizing that marijuana isn't the evil drug that I was led to believe and that it was okay to smoke it. And as long as you're not smoking it nonstop every day, you're fine. But that being said, it blows my mind that people can smoke and function and work and be cognizant and creative and sharp. I am the complete opposite. If I smoke, I'm most likely like out of the game. I just need to sit on a sofa and watch TV and laugh or go to bed. Um, It's more like a party experience for me. I'm really trying to learn how to be able to smoke a little bit and be productive and have an amazing conversation that has only ever happened to me one time. I was at my friend's house. I don't know what he gave me because it never occurred to me to ask what kind of strain it was. I just never thought of that stuff. So I took a hit and it was amazing. I was on it. I was like having the most amazing conversations. My vocabulary was incredible. And I was like talking, I'm like thinking to myself, oh my God, listen to what is coming out of my mouth. (laughs) I wish I could always be like this when I smoke or even just in like everyday life. I was having better thoughts than in my normal life. And I need to figure out what the heck that was because I want it again. Okay. So after living in Aspen for quite a few years, by the time the 2012 election rolled around, my viewpoint on cannabis had completely changed. I knew that we were going to be able to vote on it in Colorado. And I was so ready to vote for that. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I went in, I voted for it. I was so excited and happy that it passed. And it was such a momentous occasion. That year of for election was just really incredible. And it was really cool to be part of something that had such a huge impact and to change the status quo and say, we don't need to be living like that anymore, where everybody's afraid of this and have these weird, outdated, antiquated opinions. Let's move forward. Cannabis is amazing. It's healing people. It's making people happier. You know, it's just this whole untapped world of awesomeness. And I'm really proud and happy to have been part of that. Um, So, you know, after that, I did start smoking a little bit more, um, but I still wasn't making it a huge part of my life. Um, And I certainly never thought that I would be working in the industry. It just kind of blew my mind. Uh, So for the past four years, um, so I've recently relocated down to Denver three months ago to work for a startup company, Green Screens. And 
it's been such an amazing journey. But before I got down here, I was working in the title insurance industry and I was super underpaid and super underutilized and just super underappreciated. And I'm literally like wasting my life away at this job. And I had a lot of downtime since they weren't utilizing me. And so I would, you know, be surfing the internet and I would always see these little pop-up ads on the sides of these websites. And it would say, you know, cannabis is going to be a multi-million dollar industry, make your money, get in now, like be part of this green rush. And I kept thinking, yeah, that would be amazing. But how am I really going to do that? How is a person like me going to get into this industry? I wasn't going to become a butt tender. It's just not in my nature to do that. And obviously, as I've stated before, I know nothing about bud. So that was out. And I couldn't fathom what other opportunities could arise for me. And what's really funny is just randomly one Easter, I was invited to my upstairs neighbor's Easter brunch that he put on for the whole neighborhood and all of his friends. And, you know, I, I walk upstairs that morning and I run into my old friend, Ryan, who was the bar manager at the J bar at the hotel Jerome. And we started chatting and I was telling him all about my job at the title company and how bored I was and just bitch, 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 bitch. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, I just started this company in cannabis and you need to come work for me. And I was like, absolutely. I'm in. And I have to say from that day forward, it has just been one amazing sign from the universe after another that this is the path for me. And life has just gotten better every day. So later that week, I'm at work again and, you know, I'm on Facebook and just scrolling through and, oh yeah, by the way, it happens to be 420. And little side note, I am a massive, massive Kevin Smith fan. Not a lot of people actually know that, but I love that man. He is hysterical. I think he's brilliant. I've been a fan of his movies ever since Clerks and Mallrats and Dogma is just like, it's just so phenomenal. So big fan. So I follow him on Facebook. So I'm thinking about everything that Ryan and I discussed on Easter, which was four days prior to 420. And I'm just, I'm still getting like all these little synchronicities and signs from the universe that this is my place to be in the world moving forward. And then I come across Kevin Smith's post on Facebook and I almost fell out of my chair when I read what he said. And what he posted was this, happy 420 fellow travelers of the green. Don't simply quote unquote, get high today Use the herb to go deep into yourself to find out what you really want to do for the rest of your one and only life. Then pursue that dream until it's a reality. 
Unless that dream is to hurt others, never do that. You can do this. You're as good as anyone else who does stuff you're interested in doing, maybe even better than those folks. But you'll never know until you try. Now, just to be clear, weed won't give you better ideas or create something that's not already in you. It just lowers your inhibitions so you can get past the insecurity and fear of failure that normally stop people from ever trying to achieve their dreams. Start today. Use this dopey weed-related holiday as a starting point to the you that you've always known you could be. Be a hero. Be a god. And I just felt like he was completely directly talking to me. I just couldn't believe it. It was so perfect. And it, it just stated everything that I needed to hear. And it just, it literally blew me away. And from that moment on, I seriously never looked back and everything just kept progressing. And, you know, it took a little bit of time. Things take time, especially with a startup and there's delays and setbacks, but you just got to keep taking baby steps and things happen. And here I am. I'd been wanting to get out of Aspen probably for about four years. Uh, and this was so wonderful that these opportunities presented themselves. And here I am getting to help run a startup company in a super cool industry that I'm learning so much about. And as somebody who doesn't smoke and go into dispensaries a lot, I am intimidated and overwhelmed. And it's like, you feel like everybody that is down here and everybody that shops in a dispensary and everybody just knows everything. Like, I feel like they don't even need to look at a menu when they walk in there because they already know everything. They're just like, yeah, I want this and a little bit of this and I'll take that. And for me, I'm like, I can't even focus on the menu because it, it means nothing to me. So one of the things I really want to talk about in this podcast is learning about strains, indicas and sativas and hybrids and just kind of decoding them. And I want to know why cushions are so popular and, you know, if there's consistency throughout uh, growers and dispensaries, there's so much I want to dive in and explore like I just, I want to interview people. I want to talk about subjects that people haven't even thought of. And in it, like, just, I don't know. I just think it's going to be so much fun. And I really hope that you guys are excited and interested. Um, cause I think it's going to be super cool. And I hope that I can just keep doing this. For as long as I'm inspired and intrigued and there's more to learn. So I just want to say it again, you know, when I first thought about doing a podcast, I'm like, well, why would I do this? And why would anybody want to listen to me? There's so many other knowledgeable people out there, but I'm open to exploring. And I feel that is because of someone who really is just starting to navigate through everything cannabis, it's made me realize there are tons of other people out there that are just as curious and baffled and intrigued as I am. And, you know, who doesn't like a good discussion, <laughs> uh, especially on a topic that's so 
foreign to so many people because it's so new. Uh, but, you know, we're already up to 30 states that have legalized medical cannabis. So we're not that far away from getting it legalized throughout the whole country. And, you know, Canada just went legal throughout the country, which is massive. And it's going to bring about a lot of change. Um, so let's just keep exploring together. And I hope you enjoyed my first podcast. I really enjoyed telling you a little bit about myself and opening up. I don't really get to talk all that much sometimes. So uh, I'm learning this along with you. So thanks again. This is Rebecca and I look forward to the next episode. Bye.